Which song do you want me to do? Free Bird. to a brand new episode of the Worst Song Ever podcast, the podcast that has a three-year-old daughter that bangs on the drums uh, and says, what song should I play? And I just say random things and she just talks. Freebird is one of the suggestions, is the suggestion that I texted to you guys. I desperately, I think that this podcast is primed to write a song that's, that is Freebird, but the worst version where it's like that, that joke that all of the comedians it's an inside joke for all the comedians, the the uh, the aristocrats. aristocrats. Like everybody, everybody has their cover of Freebird. Yeah, it's it basically when anybody screams "Play Freebird," they play our song, and people eventually stop saying "Play Freebird" because everyone hates Bad. it except for musicians. Thoughts? It sounds really challenging. Mm-hmm. Mostly the adoption. <laughs> okay. Yeah, getting everyone to 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 do that. Yeah. T-Paint? I mean, who do you think would be most likely to adopt? I mean, I guess it depends what genre we write a song. I do want to hear T-Paint cover Freebird now. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I mean, if we're throwing throwing ideas out there. That video or that music enterprise went on forever. She's like, what song should I play? And then just bangs on the drum. And then she stops. She goes, what song should I play? So eventually, Do they all sound the same? Yeah, is it the same banging it's each time? It's very similar. Yeah, okay. it's very similar. If you get her a ride symbol, it'll change everything. Yeah. Do some double bass. My wife goes, are you doing the podcast here in the kitchen? Is that what's going on? So then I started um, <laughs> suggesting, play hard-boiled eggs. Play Mike goes, Mike has lunch on a, on a Friday. I thoroughly enjoyed that aspect of it. I could send you the longer version where I just start yelling out. Yeah. Did you try and do that with her? Space Air and B&B was one of the suggestions I yelled out in a three-year-old, three-year-old trying to say Space Air B&B, Space Air B&B. It just, you know, I found it entertaining. I, it, I, it sounds adorable. I'm biased. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you're like the podcast that has a three-year-old and it's like one of us has a three-year-old. Well, I mean, we're all, in a way, raising her together. We're all three-year-olds at heart. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I thought the other day, I was like, I'm not looking forward to her getting older for lots of reasons, but especially because her humor right now is right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I'm sure she's going to outgrow me soon. Very, very soon. <laughs> So poop jokes are all the rage. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you gotta pass that. It's all downhill. Gotta savor that while you can. There's a lot of poop talk. A lot of poop talk. One of the things I saw the other day was you can take the ashes of a dead pet and get it made into a diamond. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. And you can sometimes get the hair made into a diamond. And I thought to myself, I wonder if I can get enough of my hair put together that I can get a bunch of diamonds encrusted onto a golden cross and wear it around my neck. Is that the way I should go with that? I mean, I think... Make your own Jesus piece. (laughs) Yes, made out of my own body hairs. Yeah, yeah. that's disgusting. (laughs) I feel like when you go to communion and they're like, this is the body, and you're like, no, 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 this is literally my body. body. (laughs) (laughs) It was... This is surprisingly expensive to get your animals. I mean, they're different. Oh, I guess sure. price points. I don't know. 
I, I mean, I, I'm more interested in the, is there like a home version of the create your own diamond thing? Cause like, God, I hope so. I mean, hmm. I can get a hold of some organic material if that's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Say, I wonder if there's an Etsy store for that. There's, there's like an Etsy store for everything. That's it for, for homemade diamonds or organic material. Yes. I, I want the machine to make the homemade diamonds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe if there's just a 3D printer available that can print the thing to make the homemade diamonds. I mean, step one is buy a 3D printer. Step two is print the 3D printer. Step three yeah. is return the 3D printer. And, and step four good. is now you do whatever you want with a 3D printer. <laughs> so I, mean, I thought step four is always there's, profit. <laughs> I, see, I see no flaws in that plan. I was researching home. Speaking of home items, I was researching home travel tattoo kits. and um, Wait, travel tattoos? Are travel tattoos like only available on a trip and then they go away? We could tell people that and they, we already have their hard earned cash. Yeah, yeah. You've already got their money, so fuck yeah. them. And, and when they walk out, they're very satisfied because that tattoo looks very real. Well, I'm really yeah. not going to like this tattoo in six months. This is good thing so much. I, I, I honestly think that if you could make a six month tattoo or a year long tattoo or like even like a 36 month tattoo, like. I think that would you could charge like a 10x premium, and I think everybody would get this. What would you get if you were to get a short-term tattoo? Do you How know short what is you the would term? Get? Yeah. Um, I mean, what you just defined your terms. What does my terms? calendar look like during the term? Because <laughs> I'd get something <laughs> topical, obviously. Um, I probably still wouldn't get face tattoos, except for like one time somebody would dare me to, and I'd do it because I'm dumb. <laughs> get the Gucci Mane uh, ice cream cone right here. How much do you think it would cost me to get you to have my face tattooed onto your face? Just like a like down the middle. It's 50-50. We're, we're doing a um what's that Batman villain? Two face. Just I'm on Do I need to get surgical reconstruction side. as well or just the tattoo? Yeah, you're doing no, the just face the tattoo thing or just the tat. I mean, if I've if I've noticed anything on the internet of those women who paint their faces to look up like random things. You can, I mean, with enough ink, I mean, with enough hours in the chair, you can look half like me. You're not wrong. I mean, I do think yeah. that, like, if you had the right makeup artist and, you know, could sit in a chair for nine hours, you could probably solve that problem. So you're on board. If it's makeup, sure. If it's a tattoo, not so No, it's, like a, no yes, it's like a six-month tattoo. So it's a six month. Yeah, half oh. your face, half your face looks like Jason for the next so, six months. I have to make sure we're quarantine that way for all my meetings. I just sit looking like this. Yeah, you just turn to the side. Or like if I want to get out of the meeting, I turn my head and be like, "Hey, you got to get over here." <laughs> now I'm thinking about the pros and cons of basically being two faced, and this is getting better. See, see, my price is dropping. Speaking of this, one thing I was thinking about this week was how disappointed I am that I've never seen in real life anybody on top of anybody else's shoulders with a trench coat um, pretending to be a completely different person. Like, in cartoons, that happened all the time. Yeah. And I've never seen it once, and I'm so fucking disappointed. It's not I mean, funny. I mean, be the change. Quicksand is another thing that you think you're going to run into all the time from cartoons. Yeah, I, I was thinking life. about that earlier. It's like, I... I grew up thinking quicksand was going to be a much larger problem in my life, and it's not. I thought, I mean, Acme was the original Amazon Prime, though. Right. <laughs> I, I don't even know where I would go. Let's just say Jeremy and I would play the game where we're on each other's shoulders. I don't know where we would go. Where do they need, like, 
11 and a half foot tall adults? <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like this needs to happen more in life. Uh, just could, needs we could to do be... that and try out for the NBA or something. You you run fast, so you can be the legs. And <laughs> I feel like I tried it, but not with a trench coat. What did you try it with? A tarp? Other adult clothing when I was small. Did you go somewhere? No, I'm sure we just, like, I think it was at my friend's house, and I think we probably just went up to his mom, you know, and acted like we were a different person because now we were twice as tall, which, of course, you're not a different person. And the person who's carrying the other person is laughing and struggling because you weigh about the same amount, and neither of you is buff when you're, like, five. That's how you get (laughs) small. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's how the rock started. (laughs) Him and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was going to say, he's an adult man, but whatever. Doing business, 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 business. (laughs) I mean, I could just go through other random thoughts I've had this week. Let's do a couple and we'll see if we can dig a topic out of them quickly. All right. People say the saxophone is the sexiest of the instruments, but mathematically drums or guitar have probably created more pregnancies. (laughs) Or maybe a domo or some old timey instrument, you know, like that you played around a campfire and uh, ancient Roman times. Yeah. Like what time frame are we talking about here? I think we should go all human history. I'm not really sure what this, because the saxophone can't be the sexiest of the instruments. Well, it's all, it's all on how do you define sexy? Are I'm you bringing going it back? Pregnancies. <laughs> if you're equating it with pregnancy, I think that's that's when you get into some really weird probabilities because, so there's never been more humans than there, oh, that's true. Than there ever have yeah. been until now. Like So basically, if you take all the humans alive now and add up all, pre, all humans that lived before any human that's alive now lived, I think that's about the same number. I might be wrong on that. I think you're right. If you're not, how would we prove you wrong? Right. I, I, I get that, but I'm, I'm feeling less sure about that. Either way, like the... It sounds good, so go with it. You're getting more population as time moves on. Uh, obviously, you have the Middle Ages to like account for some control processes from the planet. Uh, but then like you go back up, right? And But the other side is you have the advent of birth control method and contraception at the same time as the rise in population. So given that logic, I think you'd have to go with like the 18th and 19th century instruments as the most popular because that was when the human population was the largest (laughs) with the least amount of birth control available well also like it's harder to like i don't know if i want to really say this out loud but (laughs) Uh, oh yes you do you do how many times have you gotten down to like uh either uh some some music in the background um, and how awkward would that be in the 1800s? It was just, just like a dude in the point. corner. It was like, <laughs> except that you need live performances <laughs> for music. So, but I also think there's a lot of cultures where that would be pretty normal. Maybe not in the 1800s, but like the 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 Seinfeld theme song is uh, surprisingly ranks highly up there in the history of human human history and quotes. Like, I mean, that's a good point to think of. Without mass media, how do you get the same instruments? Like, it's it's either got to be some kind of early drum or percussion type thing like that pretty much has to be or until mass media comes out by the by the time mass media is out you're like not that far away from the birth control advent who was getting it on to what music in the 30s nope that was the depression it the baby boomer era like right after the war that would be probably whatever music was on then is whatever probably, the flappers were listening to no that was in the 20s um oh. i'm talking about like 44 45 like because birth control really becomes comes in the 60s, right? So, like, basically, what was the banging music from 1955 <laughs> to 1960? Hey, Jeremy, will you text your mom and ask her? <laughs> I mean, I can do it. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey well. um, 
I mean, it's got to be like, <laughs> it's got to be like piano and drums or something like that. You know, some jazz, because you were in like kind of the big band yeah. era there in the 40s and early 50s. So the saxophone's still in play. That's all I'm saying. There's a long way to go yeah. that I think my logic is somewhat sound and probably wrong. You can tweet me if I'm wrong, because I'd be interested in actually what the correct answer would be. <laughs> or song pod on the Twitters. Yeah, I'm going with like whatever music was super popular between 1945 and 1960, which I would think would be jazz, big band, maybe some early Buddy Holly. Yeah, Buddy Holly's a little bit, I think. But anyway, yeah. I mean, probably Bing Crosby, Sinatra. Yeah, just, yeah, just say Bing Crosby. I mean, like, who wasn't getting onto that? <laughs> <laughs> you just staked your flag in the ground. You're like, it's Bing Crosby. It's Bing. Yeah. Bing, bang. Yeah. I mean, it's really people the same. Hear, people hear bing, bang, boom. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot of talking and a lot of story time for a simple answer. Yeah. That's not an instrument. Your answer was basically the um, uh, recipe version of uh, yeah. just this long story. Oh, can I tell you a story before we um, move on to our song? <laughs> I, I meant to bring this up to you guys. I am so, Im I've been so embarrassed this week. Why? It occurred to me that I've never at least in my, I don't like, I don't like hard boiled eggs. I hate them. And I've probably never made them as an adult. And my wife was like, can you make some hard boiled eggs? And I was like, we wrote a song about this, so I should know how to do it. It's a fucking recipe for how to make hard boiled eggs. And guess what? You don't tell us how to do it. You just tell us the ingredients. You did not write a song. That is that is a that is a recipe song. It's an ingredient song. For fuck's sake, it is. Do you know how embarrassing it is to be a thirty-eight-year-old man that has to Google how do you make hard-boiled eggs? <laughs> Supposedly, there's this ice bath thing that doesn't say shit about do I put the eggs in first before I heat up the water? Will it break them? How long do I keep them in there? I don't know. <laughs> It's so fucking embarrassing, and it's doubly so because we supposedly write an incompetent-ass song about it. Well, I think we achieved incompetence, if that's what you're trying to tell me. Did Wait, did you, when you got assigned this task, were you like, hold on, I got to find this in my podcast player, and like, you listen to it? <laughs> Played the song three times, and here's how she did it. Like clearly not. You, th you think that song is why she asked you? In my defense, I didn't think we needed to go over the steps. Once you realized it was a hard-boiled egg recipe, the reveal had happened. You didn't need to go through it further. I didn't oh. think so either. I didn't think so either. And then, and then you had to pay the rubber. <laughs> then oh had, the rubber meets the road. We fall short. Yeah, at the end of the day, you got to know what you're doing. Oh, I was wow. so embarrassed. That was amazing. So, how did your hard-boiled eggs turn out? Yeah, well, did I didn't eat them. So, I mean, we sent them to school <laughs> with my daughter. Hopefully, they weren't a runny mess. I don't know. I think if you boil them too long, they turn green. I don't know. They do. They, they, yeah, that, that's the thing. Well, that wasn't in the song. So, 
next time you make a song about hard book. And house, my wife is totally making smelled good because grandma had made hard yeah. boiled. Like that makes none of that song makes any sense. Any like, sense. I can't believe you were like, here's the recipe I need to turn to. Because my friend Mike <laughs> yeah, has never I trust, led my me I trust my friend with any advice he's ever given me. <laughs> Chelsea's like making fun of me. She's like, "Didn't you guys write a song about this?" I was like, "We did." Is that we why did. she asked you? She's like, "Oh, she knows what to do." Um. Well, no, because I like, yeah, you know, we split things up, and I like to be helpful as yeah. a, oh my a husband and father. Um, <laughs> Here's how we do. <laughs> clearly not. Wow. I loved watching you guys during that. It made me want to just keep telling the story. Like I see Jeremy almost dying, and if he dies, I'm sorry. <laughs> he died doing what he loved, oh, looking at you, yeah. <laughs> listening to me be an idiot. <laughs> at this point, that's a good like third of my life. So you know, <laughs> yeah. So the, so the likelihood isn't that poor, is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, odds are. So anyway, that's that that's what I have. Yeah, back on topic. I don't know if you have any do you want to peruse the the topic list or how do you want to pick a song this week mike watch tongue what's up i mean the one song idea that i was thinking about this week and maybe i'll try and do it on i mean i might try and do it on my own i've been watching a lot of cobra kai and they had a montage song but i was thinking instead of it being about love or getting fit it should be about like trying to eat a giant pizza in one sitting where it's like starts as a good idea like you're like slowly like I don't think I can. I don't think this. This is a terrible idea. I should not. I feel like that's a video pizza. more than a song, because like most montages are kind of instrumental. So yeah. Unless you have a song that's narrating what's going on as your montage, which, which I can do. think of one example of ever, <laughs> which maybe that, maybe that means it's a ripe market for disruption. Maybe. One of the things that we have on this list is tell Mike the band name, song title, and maybe a picture of the band. And he will recreate the song without any knowledge. Hmm. I was listening to some Afro Man this week, and he had a song titled One Hit Wonder. I think that's ripe in theory. I was just trying to think if I could think of any songs by Afro Man other than the one that he has, which isn't One Hit Wonder, ironically, but is a one hit wonder. <laughs> Whoa. That just blew yeah. my mind a little. <laughs> Does anybody have a song called One Hit Wonder that is actually a one hit wonder? I don't even know of any songs called One Hit Wonder other than the one you just mentioned. If I am to trust that, that's the real thing. No, it's real. Okay. I kind of like the crossword puzzle idea. Like it's a song that is like a crossword puzzle, which I don't think that's exactly what's written down, but I'm pretty into it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just a lot of blanks and we slowly fill it in. What's a four letter word for fucking? (laughs) (laughs) No, we put the blanks in and the listener has to fill it in. If we just build the puzzle. <laughs> yeah. so Twenty-two down is. <laughs> he was in full house, but, <laughs> but had to cut it out. <laughs> oh. We have a bunch of terrible shit to say today. Yeah. Oh. Wait, I don't know what a space gangster is. Well, that topic sounds I, I amazing. Ju- I just read that one. I was like, huh? <laughs> like. I don't even know that I want to know, but we're going to have a song about it. <laughs> if you have your own song ideas, you can tweet at us at we're song pod. We're like 99.9% guaranteed to take your idea and do it terribly. Well, we're not going to promise to do it. Well, so yeah, that's kind of the point. All right. So we're going to do a song. What'd I say? 
Space gangster. Space gangster and crossword puzzles. I'm not sure I want to do both. I'm way more into space gangster. A crossword puzzle is funny, but I feel like it's going to take a level of like intellect that I'm not sure I want to invest in at this time of the evening. <laughs> I agree. I figured it was a high <laughs> strikeout rate. <laughs> we're going to say we're going to do it and then not actually do it. Or it's like just the whisper at the end that we somehow always throw on our songs. <laughs> Jeremy, what have you been enjoying lately? I've been listening to a lot of bad club mixes on YouTube. Nice. Which are remixes of, of you know popular songs just to, to, to beat because it's just something to have on in the background when I'm doing other things uh, and it makes me laugh. Oh, that just made me think of something. So lately, when I've been listening to the covers channel on XM, when I hear one that I want to talk about, I take pictures of of it. <laughs> of the radio? Yeah, the radio. So I remember who it was. But I had two this week, I think. They were. A band called Future Teens. And they were covering All-Star from Smash Mouth. And it was like a slow piano drive. It was an experience. Like they tried to make it like a good song. Let me tell you something. Challenge level high. <laughs> yeah, like it was slow. It had a piano. Yeah, so the other one was uh, Colby Calais covering Rude. I don't know. That one. Those like, Why you gotta be so rude? Maybe. Girl, you know, right. like it's it's been voted like the worst song several times in many different <laughs> polls. It's a kind of, a, I think it's like Canadian white guy reggae. I like where this is going. Done poorly. <laughs> so. Is there a way to do that well? I might be wrong on the Canadian part. The rest of it, I know I'm not wrong. <laughs> and it's basically a song about going to ask a woman's dad if you can marry her. And he says, no. He's like, why you got to be so rude? Anyway. Um, Do you think the gangst space gangster should be doing the same thing? Oh, dude. Asking. Intergalactic <laughs> marriage proposal. <laughs> intergalactic. I, st- I tried to go with like intergalactic planetary and then I realized that was already what they had done. Yeah. So I was like, wow, I'm adding nothing to where that's going. Okay. So are we going to throw to a montage and come up with some sort of song? No, go to a mon- Let's go to a montage. Okay. All right. Now it's time for a montage of some random ass song that we haven't decided yet. No, it's a good space gangster. Have you thought about a montage? I have no idea what Space Gangster song it's supposed to be. Well, the problem when we don't know what it's supposed to be is that means we don't know what to do the exact opposite of. Yeah. Which also yeah. puts us into a weird corner. I think this song should be about how Han shot second. Because <laughs> <laughs> who's the real Space Gangster? Han or Rito. Oh, that goes perfectly with All-Star. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if we needed to have a choir in our song. Because <laughs> I'm pretty into it. I'm not going to lie. Oh, hell yeah. Do you have any story ideas? What if the space gangster needed to space pie? <laughs> oh, I love space pie. For his, uh, if you're a space, do you refer, it, refer to it as space pie? You're like, or is it just a pie? Well, yeah, see, I mean, it's basically a pie, but you're in space. So Yeah, but they already know they're in space. Yeah, but no one else does. To a dog, dog food is just food. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> in school, when your daughter goes to school, will she just play the trail? Probably. <laughs> all I want to think about now is all the things, all the scenarios that Jason's child is going to get into, like in terms of shenanigans and 
tomfoolery. She's just like me. It's so scary. That that is. She started giving some faces that made her look like, oh God, what's the name of uh, Rodney Dangerfield today? She's like, no respect. <laughs> no respect. All right, we're using that as the bridge. Space trumpet. Space trumpet. <laughs> I certainly don't hate it. I have no idea what you're going to sing to it, but if you do it in a weird space language, is that... <laughs> what if I sing terrible Klingon? No, I, I, don't, I don't know Klingon. I'm sure there's a Klingon translator. I think I'm way more into this than you are, apparently. <laughs> no, I just found a, tr- a Klingon translator. <laughs> okay. And I typed in, I'm a space gangster, busting fools 24-7. There is no way you will be able to sing that. <laughs> Jahari Akrahuman Handana Gajaj. I like it. I like it a lot. It's kind of a pretty song. Like, whatever you do, you voice it as well, a Klingon. You suppose that in some way. Yeah. There's some way that this goes sideways. All right. <laughs> I'm a space gangster. I'm the, I'm the <laughs> hardest person in the galaxy. Wow. We, we go to Grover. Doesn't matter if you're gangster, you follow Newton's laws. I like where you went with that. I was also thinking I could have like one of the guys throw out E equals MC squared and somebody else be like, that's Einstein, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) What part of Newtonian gangster don't you understand? Are you asking me these questions for real or am I answering (laughs) your science homework? All right. Do we go my, do we want to establish more space gangster story or do we want just the crescendo of random formulas? The random formulas just sound more fun. I'll be honest. Then do that. What if it goes up? Am I doing science on Earth? You can't be able to make out everything going on on your end of this anymore, can you? I mean, I'm also sure that I'm not sure I can tell you what all of them were anymore. I mean, if ever there was someone just making stuff up. Lots of stuff happens over time. Maybe it gets worse. Maybe it gets better. It's a montage. Welcome back from that awesome montage. That was Space Gangster. Space gangster is someone who enforces the laws of science. Where in the world did that come from? How did we get there? I don't remember. Well, basically, I was thinking about space gangsters, and my first thought was, how does a gun work in space, right? Because, like, if you're going to be a gangster, you got to have a 9 mil or a Glock, and I went with 9 mil as the opening line. And as I thought about having a 9 mil in space, the first thing I thought about was that all of uh, like Newtonian physics is now perfect because you're in a vacuum and therefore like your bullet basically just shoots forever. Like there was a bunch of like just raw physics nerd stuff stuff that came out. And then (laughs) I was like, Oh man, even gangsters have to follow the laws of physics. And then that's basically what, what the song came from. I never said it out loud because it all happened in my head very quickly. And then I laughed a bunch about it and I was like, this is either going to be amazing or terrible. Spoiler alert, it's probably both. Yeah, the next one was, how did that turn out? <laughs> I, uh, it was fun. I, I liked the, like, the voice crescendo thing at the end. Or wait, we have to listen to it before before I get into this. No, it's fine. Oh, okay. No, you're fine. I mean, you really took the crescendo idea and ran with it. <laughs> like, well, I gave... I pretty much pictured like there were two different songs that jumped into my head right away with when your idea came out of your mouth. Um, one of them is, I don't remember which Pink Floyd song it is. It's off of Dark Side. And there's a reason you don't know the names of all the songs because you listen to the entire album as God intended. So you don't need to know the name of every single song. 
Oh, it's the it, just tell me which uh scene it pops up uh in the Wizard of Oz and maybe I'll I'll know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, there's this scene where like they interviewed a bunch of people and they asked them about the last physical altercation they were in and like it was in England and so everybody was in a pub fight basically. I think was the uh, general yesterday. And it was what they ask you questions like and they'll be like, I really was in the right. And, you know, that other guy was in the wrong. And like, well, he made me angry and I hadn't seen him for like. And so they, they just start like playing all these back really quickly. And that's what and then so that was one of it. And the other was uh, the Beatles a Day in the Life, which I think has just the greatest build and then silence ever. And then the piano comes back. Oh, it's beautiful. If we we had a Beatles phase, this is the song that most closely reflects yeah. how the Beatles I mean, performed. Basically, what I just told you is this pile of crap is really influenced <laughs> by Pink Floyd and the Beatles, who are two of the bands that I hold dearest to my heart. So um, I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> wait to remind you of that tomorrow when you've forgotten about this song. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, hey, have we shout out to Chad Salutations yet? We have not, but oh, well, I, hey. I, I hope he's hanging in there with us or she. You know, we, we hope know. we hope you're there chat. enjoying our podcast. <laughs> um, Should we play the song and then we'll get back? Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple more questions, but I can I can ask them whenever. So let's play the song "Space Gangster." No, 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 that's Ben Franklin. Did this guy have a No, man, that's Bill Nye. He invented Star Trek. Was that the guy? Oh, 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 And we're back. All right. So that was a song. <laughs> um, uh, I consider it more like an audio. An experience. <laughs> yeah. An, an audio performance art. 
Huh. It's like I a think sculpture we're... that you didn't want with your tax dollars, but you got anyway, and it's made of rebar and sits at the end of a bridge, so it just looks like a bunch of trash for your ears. <laughs> Are you the rebar? Who's the rebar in this situation? I don't even know. Anyway. That has got to be, is that your nerdiest song? I mean, at least on this podcast, you are battling the <laughs> adamantium vibranium song, um, Elementals. So there's that. I, I feel like in our space station for rent, like Airbnb style, we had like some statistics about how far away it was going to be like from the planet. But it didn't get real nerdy. Like you yeah. went into different scientists, um, which leads to the next question. Who's your favorite scientist? Which has <laughs> got to be a question that we have to ask all of our guests. Who's your favorite Newton? Um, <laughs> Come on. Sorry. Uh, is it Donnie? Is it um, Joey? Did you put that in the crescendo? I don't I don't think I did. Who's your favorite Newton? I don't. I might have. Uh, for those, like, There's literally like 40 different voices going on in that. Actually, I think it's like 34, but there were some other tracks like the other music going on but it was like we ended up with 40 tracks and so that's the most you, i've done for a song in a very long time and especially one that's this terrible do you have a favorite scientist i mean newton is pretty badass but like i think oppenheimer is pretty badass because he realized after he created the nuclear bomb that it was the stupidest thing he could have possibly done and he realized it in about 12 seconds yeah, I think, although then he, then he tried to talk himself into that making smaller nuclear bombs was going to help because some people wouldn't use the big ones. And then that also, like, basically every one of his ideas turned out to be not so great, but somehow <laughs> he's my favorite. I, I think I've picked a pair. I have made poor decisions. <laughs> Too bad you're locked yeah. into that one. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's yours. Should have just picked some computer scientist and tell him like a nerd that I am. Who's your favorite scientist? I'm afraid to say because, you know, what if I get it wrong? I mean... There's one obvious one that has the same last name as me that I can't say because then they'll know who I am on this podcast. <laughs> if I say any more, Jason Feynman, Jason Newton, <laughs> Jason the- Einstein. Jason- <laughs> Do you think like is God considered a scientist? To some people, he should be. Well, sorry, I was I was thinking uh, there was one part where I asked if I, if Newton was a guy that invented some laws while he was on the ark with Noah. <laughs> That's definitely in the song somewhere. I like getting things wrong. <laughs> How would you compare this to our other, like the other space song, Space Airbnb? That one's spacier. That's got more of a Bowie feel. This one. I was, was really trying to steer us away from the the Bowie feel to keep I, us well, away. I don't from... think we landed in a Bowie feel at all. This um, is like a really slow. Like, I think I accidentally lowered the tempo before we started, but then I just left it because why not? Yeah, we're not good at this anyway. So it really reminded me of like a Portishead jam. Like, I don't know if you listen to Portishead much, but like, no, I was just like, okay, this just feels like a slow, I'm going to sing a little bit. And then I even like took like, that's where I took like some of the voices, like, you know, the high pass filter and stuff. I was like, I was like, this is kind of inspired by some Portishead. So basically we've had Portishead, the Beatles and Pink Floyd. And then we threw in a trumpet for the bridge for no reason at all. (laughs) Like none. I my first thought when you say it reminds me of Portishead is we should tweet it at them and should be like, hey, we wrote a song we thought of you. Should we follow just Portishead? To, is that who we should follow this? Week? I, yes, a, yes. But B, like, it's just really funny to think that like somebody from Portishead is would listen to the song and should be like, what the actual? Yeah, I've inspired 
terrible things. I'm a failure. I'm going to hang it up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God the Beatles are already dead. We stopped touring two other times. We can do it again. <laughs> Dude, if you could make a diamond out of somebody else's stuff, do you know how much more money you can make? <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about like the Beatles and how 50% of them are dead, which is kind of sad. I'm like, but you can make a diamond out of one of them. Be like, this diamond is made from John Lennon's bones. God, how much would that sell for? Also, what's wrong with casual cannibalism? <laughs> no, cannibalism means you eat it. I know. You're Sorry. gonna eat a diamond. I saw a sign today that said it was in like some free market utopia, and it was like, what's wrong with consensual casual cannibalism? <laughs> the chances of consenting to that are almost zero. Well, it's like, are you alive, or do you say after I kick the bucket, I don't care what you do to me? Because I don't think that consent sounds that weird. Wow, we've gone on a weird rabbit hole. Again. All right, so here's the deal. If I said you could eat me after I died, would you do it? Follow-up question, how would you prepare me? <laughs> that was where I went right away. I was like, do I put him in the... Oh, I mean, he was asking about air fryers earlier. Like, You know, like with a nice aged yeah, cheese. You, you just you smoke know? it? Like, what type of rosé goes with that? <laughs> I just take a thigh meat and smoke it for 14 hours like a brisket or like... I could, I want to call up a winery. It's like, okay, so my friend said that I could, he, I could eat him when he passes. What's the pairing? Yeah. Then you're like, man, if they ask for which cut, you found the right one. I'm going to type in cannibal winery. All right. And uh, see what happens. All right. I think we need to get the hell out of here before we say more stupid things. There's a trumpet. But there. <laughs> There's a trumpet. The trumpet. We talk a bunch. I talk a bunch. This game would still be so much more fun if I could incorporate your voice like faster in real time. One one of these days, we will figure that out if we decide to. <laughs> if we decide to. Fair well, enough. Well, I felt like I was making a promise I couldn't keep until I just thought about it more. So. Yeah, you just throw some caveats in there. Right. Now I'm successful. Leadership. All right. So that's our song, Space Gangster. You can follow us at Worst Song Pod on Twitter, worstsongpod.com. And don't forget MySpace. We don't have Facebook. We have MySpace. We have MySpace. Even than Facebook. And, we're, and, and thank you to Portishead for yeah. being some sort of inspiration. Shout out to Chad and the salutations. Chad salutations and the Bahamen. Oh. Um, all right. We're going to play you out to our new worst song ever, Space Gangster. Goodbye. Gangster.